Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Jalen Rose. I'm David Jacoby. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What is it that what we do? We get a people! The people want drama in the Eastern Conference standings. That's exactly what they have last night. The Miami Heat traveled to Boston to take on the Celtics. The Heat have been struggling lately, but they did not struggle late last night in the game when they got huge buckets from a lot of contributors. Lowry, Struess, Butler, Jalen, what sort of a message did Miami send last night in Boston? So just think about what you did there, my brother. You acknowledge depth. So Pat Riley is about winning at all costs respectfully. And he's done it basically at each stage that he's been during his NBA career. And one of the things I noticed about the Miami Heat over the last couple of years, when the Heat made the finals, he was also paying attention to the other top players who were making an impact on other teams. So he's like, okay, P.J. Tucker, Milwaukee Bucks, let's do this. Hey, Kyle Lowry, Toronto Raptors, let's do this. Morris from the Lakers, let's do this. Because he's going to build within on the roster already. Hey, Duncan Robinson, take you from being undrafted to a rotation player with a big deal. You mentioned Struess, the same exact thing. He had a couple of big blocks late. He was playing terrific, playing quality minutes. And I didn't even talk about the productivity of their best players, Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo, which is going to make it matter the most. And the defensive end is where, in particular, Mm. they locked down the Celtics. Maybe the last, what, four or five minutes, Boston only scored six points. And Jason Tatum had two of those points. And so as we look at the Eastern Conference standings, And as teams start to jockey for a position, you can't underestimate that the Miami Heat won the Eastern Conference with this basic core group of players and Eric Spolstra on the sideline just two seasons ago. I'm glad you brought up the Miami Heat's defense because the Celtics are known as one of the best defensive teams we've all heard since January. They've been the best team defensively in the league. But it was Miami last night who really locked up at the end, forcing Tatum and Brown to take tough shots like that one. In the playoffs, when the game slows down, will this be a recipe to sort of trouble the Boston Celtics offensively? So I just want to make sure I acknowledge something for head coach Ime Udoka and the Boston Celtics, led by Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. And by the way, I'm glad people are now recognizing something I've said years ago, that Marcus Smart is actually their best passer. When you look at his body type and his defensive prowess and the toughness that he plays with, you underestimate the fact that he actually has soft hands. He made some really good passes in that game yesterday. But for the Boston Celtics, when you lose Robert Williams, that's your chance legitimately to win the East. And 
I know there's a chance he may come back in a few weeks, but I'm going to judge the Boston Celtics from the team I saw from January 1st until he got injured. And they catapulted themselves to be the number one seed in the Eastern Conference before he went down. But obviously, without him, look at the top three teams. Bam Adebayo, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Joel Embiid. You ain't beating those teams without Robert Woods. It will be very difficult to beat those teams without Robert Williams. And Mr. Rose, that was not the Robert only exciting Williams. game we had in the nightcap. It was the Warriors who came out to play against the Phoenix Suns. This one was tight throughout the game, and it was the end of the game when old reliable Chris Paul, CP3, was getting the buckets for the Suns and get them a win. And like I just did with, with Robert, if I call him Cliff, People are going to be like, oh, he didn't watch the game. So I just call him Chris Paul instead of his commercial name. How about that? But in all honesty, with Devin Booker struggling from the floor, Miguel Bridges playing good minutes, and Cam um, Johnson being out, this continues to be a, a thing that Monty Williams has done, and that's allow his young players to grow within the system. When you look at the Phoenix Suns, they did add depth at the five spot to go behind eight. Mm -hmm. However, the true growth within their team is their young players. I just mentioned two, Bridges, Jordan, Cameron Payne. You saw Crowder is going to give them an attitude, a level of toughness. He and Draymond Green were barking back and forth the entire game. But then what ends up happening is you turn it over to CP3 late. And that's been a recipe that wherever he's played, seemingly, they can rely on. But in particular, in Phoenix, they've been the best closing team in basketball historically. In particular, when that guy has the ball. And let me tell you what's so very funny. You know, I always talk about the mid-range being a lost art in the NBA. Mm -hmm. And I'm also somebody that railed against using analytics as a tool not necessarily one of the tools in the toolbox. And the league frowns upon mid-range shots. But if you notice something, the elite scores that come to my mind, Kevin Durant, Joel Embiid, Chris DeRozan. Paul. DeRozan. You know where they play? DeMar DeRozan, you know where they play? Mid-range. In the mid-range. <laughs> so if you, if, if you go give me that space, I'm going to thump you and knock it down. And that's what Chris Paul continues to do on a nightly basis. Yep, Giannis has really improved his mid-range game as well. And Chris Paul was flexing it last night against the Warriors. This team looks good. They look like the best team in basketball. They're clearly the best team in the Western Conference. But one thing that is worth noting from the Warriors' side of the ball, Jordan Poole, former Michigan Wolverine, he has exploded this season. Last night he had 38 points, yes, in a loss. But with the development of him as another offensive weapon to go alongside Wiggins and the Splash Brothers and Draymond, can the elevation of Jordan Poole's game make them contenders in the playoffs? I do, Jacoby. And right there, that was a, a, a crucial mistake that he made because he anticipated being double teamed and being fouled by Devin Booker. But you got to actually, especially in the NBA, they have something called continuation. So you don't have to rush to get the shot up. 
You can take another bounce. You can take another step. They never call traveling in the NBA. Allow them to give you the contact, and then you get the shot off. But to answer your question, fellow Michigan Wolverine, absolutely. Improved ball handling, knockdown shooter. He got injured in college. That clearly affected his draft stock. But he got drafted to the perfect situation. One that Klay Thompson has been injured the last two years, and he's gotten a chance to play quality minutes. Now Steph Curry is out. Who going to create? Draymond Green does a terrific job of initiating offense and dribble handoffs and passing when somebody's open and screen-to-screener type action. But he ain't between the legs behind the back getting you a bucket. That's what Jordan Poole is able to do from unlimited range, and he's an improved um, guy that can finish at the basket. So absolutely, when Steph returns, Jordan Poole now plays a key role. And think about it. Andrew Wiggins was a starter in this year's All-Star game. It's wild. Andrew Wiggins was a starter in this year's All-Star game. Ain't really seen him since. Mm -mm. Ain't really seen him since. And, 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 and so, yes, I believe with the improvement of Kaminga as his rookie season continues to impress, I believe that when they're healthy, the Golden State Warriors have still a, a puncher's chance of championship-laden veterans and Steve Kerr as their head coach to not only nudge the Phoenix Suns, but obviously be that second team along with the Memphis Grizzlies to see who they play in the Western Conference Finals. The key is if healthy. Klay Thompson wasn't himself last night. Steph Curry's in street clothes. Wiseman doesn't look like he's coming back. If they can get two of those three back and going, they have a puncher's chance, as you mentioned. Seems like we always have big news this offseason in the NFL, and yesterday was no different. Out of absolutely nowhere, Bruce Arians is no longer going to be the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He is going to the front office. That man, Todd Bowles, the defensive coordinator, is now the head coach of the Buccaneers. Obviously, all roads lead back to the GOAT, Tom Brady. How do you think this affects Tom Brady's upcoming season? A few things. So, Bruce Arians steps down, and Todd Bowles now becomes the Bucs head coach. You know what I truly appreciate? That didn't get leaked. That didn't get leaked. You didn't see nobody saying, hey, when Tom Brady returned, Bruce Arians may step down and allow Todd Bowles to be the coach. That was never said. So I appreciate Bruce Arians for being what I like to call an ally. And it's one thing to go by your words and your post. It's another thing when I look at your staff and you have the most diverse staff that I've seen in the history of the Super Bowl. And now Tom Brady returns, and yeah, he and Tom Brady may or may not have the best relationship. Maybe there were some things that needed to get ironed out that helped this transition. But clearly, this is something that is a reward for him because he got upgraded job position to the front office, Todd Bowles, Got a five-year deal, not a three-year deal, not a four-year deal. And so this is permanent beyond Tom Brady is what I see here. And I really appreciate him circumventing the Rooney rule, indirectly circumventing the Rooney rule. And now we have a major grand total of four black coaches in a league where 70% of the players are black. 
And since the Rudy rule got instituted, Jacoby, there have been like 150 hirings. Maybe 15 of them have gone to black candidates. So I'm happy for Ty Bowles, who I've got a chance to spend time with when he was the coach of the Jets. I think he's going to do a good job. It doesn't seem like a charity case because he earned it. And he's been a head coach. And I believe, as I mentioned, that he's ready for this opportunity coaching the GOAT. But I will say, Bruce Arias, big shout for being an ally. Absolutely. And it's nice to see the defensive coordinator, Todd Bowles, become the head coach because you would think that Byron Leftwich would be considered as the offensive coordinator because you have Tom Brady and all those weapons on offense. But it almost felt like they're like, we know our offense is going to be good. We've got the GOAT. We've got Byron Leftwich there. Let's shore up the defense by making our defensive coordinator the head coach. Congratulations, Mr. Bowles. And I think this makes the Buccaneers actually better next season. Jalen Rose, the Memphis Grizzlies. Just keep winning games without John Morant. It's absolutely insane. They've won over 90% of their games without their best player. We'll celebrate them right after this. You're watching Jalen and Jacoby. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Coming to you live above the Heineken River Deck here at the Seaport in New York City. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Rose, once again, the Grizzlies took the floor without their superstar, John Morant. And once again, they came away with the victory last night. It was a close one against the Spurs, where, without Ja, the Grizzlies improved their record to 19-2. How do they continue to do this? Improving each year. Two years ago, they didn't make the playoffs. But John won Rookie of the Year. Last year, they were an eighth seed, a part of the play-in. This year, they're firmly entrenched as the number two seed. And you do that by having a superstar, but also having a great team that can perform when he isn't healthy. Jaron Jackson Jr. deserves consideration for Defensive Player of the Year. My, my, my killer bees, Dylan Brooks, along with Bain, locking down defensively, making shots, making plays. Melton coming in. But also, Tyus Jones in this game played really well. And so, as I look at the landscape of the Western Conference, they're a legit contender, Jacoby. And when I think about Coach of the Year, Monty Williams, who's run away with the best record, and Taylor Jenkins, who has a 19-2 record without John Morant, those are the two choices I'm waffling as it relates to Coach of the Year. It's going to be a very stressful voting day for you when it comes to the awards at the end of the season. And when I was looking up who should be coach of the year, I was reminded that last year the coach of the year 
Tom Thibodeau. God, the Knicks are trash. When you look at the Western Conference <laughs> playoff picture, you see that the number two spot is occupied by the Grizzlies. But at the very bottom of that playoff picture are the Lakers, the Spurs, and the Pelicans. The Pelicans took action last night in Portland. C.J. McCollum returned home. He was celebrated, and the Pelicans got the win. I appreciate the change in the guard. And shout to C.J. McCollum, one of my favorite people in the NBA. He's going to reinvent himself with the, the, the Pelicans, not only on the floor but in the community. Did some great things in Portland. And he's a classic example of a guy that should have got a tribute video. Let me just throw that out there. But for the changing of the guard in the league, and you and I talked about this, how about the fact that LeBron James, Steph Curry, and Kevin Durant aren't in the MVP conversation? Dame Lillard hasn't played all year, and Pop's coaching a team that's barely a part of the plan. It shows you how the young players in the league, and Kawhi Leonard hasn't really played um, this season. And so now all of a sudden you have these very young players who have now taken their games to another level. It's great to see. Shout to CJ again. Big nine years with the Blazers. Well, one of the youngest players in the NBA, Jose Alvarado, did something that he's been doing all season very sneakily and quietly. Look at him in the corner there. Comes up, grabs the ball. He pretended he was part of the bench and came up and grabbed the ball. He's actually done this a few times. Jalen, have you ever seen something like this before in the NBA? I have not, and I love it so very much. It's the definition of hustle. That's what that is. That's hustle. And deception. Like, he's running really fast. You know he's always in the corner, like, but he's in his like, own oh, bench. Why don't more people do that? Right? You think, like, why, more, why don't more people do that? Well, you got to be running really fast in order to catch up with the person and light on your toes. I like that I love very it. much, Jacoby. I just like it because he always goes by his bench, where out of the peripheral vision of the players on the floor, it just looks like he's another bench player standing up there. It has worked over and over again, but some tells me after last night he won't be able to pull this off anymore. Jalen, it is time for one of our signature segments. It is time for Soft Move or Boss Move. Huge game this weekend in New Orleans. Duke, UNC playing for the first time in the tournament in the Final Four. Duke and UNC fans are so excited about this one, but one UNC fan, Eric Church, a very popular country artist, canceled a concert, disappointing thousands of fans and people that work at the venue because he and his family want to watch UNC Duke. Soft move or boss move, canceling a concert, disappointing your fans because you want to see the Tar Heels. I can't play sports forever, but as long as he can stand on the stage, he can do shows forever. He don't even have to be able to sing the songs in his 70s, 80s, and 90s. All he got to do is just <laughs> have them playing and he can lip sync them. This is just going to help his value because we're talking about him on this boss show. Move. And they're going to be move. showing him at his game. It's a boss move. And so now they're going to be showing him at, his get at the game and his value just increased. So I ain't mad at him at all. Well, I just want to say that I love hip hop and a lot of people forget that I'm white, but I am not just white. I'm so white that I dabble <laughs> in some country and, me, and Eric Church has some bangers out there. So I support Eric Church and anything 
that's going to get us talking about him on Jalen and Jacoby has got to be a boss move. Jalen Rose, you identified something that's very important. LeBron James, while leading the league in points per game scoring, still needs to play three more games to be eligible for the scoring title. Something tells me he's going to hit that quota. We'll talk about that right after this. You're watching Jalen and Jacoby. Big doubleheader Sunday on ABC, starting with Luka and the Mavs taking on Giannis and the Bucks. That is at 1 p.m., and the action continues on ABC 3.30. Jokic and the Nuggets take on maybe LeBron James and the Lakers. We'll discuss that later. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Rose, I can't believe we are still doing this. We once promised that every day we'll recognize Brittany Griner, who is still being detained in Russia, and here we are. One day is too long when the term is detained. 42 is way too long to be in Russia. So we just want to send well wishes and prayers to her and her family and hopefully a safe recovery to the United States soon. Now, Jalen, LeBron James twisted his ankle. He is not going to play against the Jazz this evening. However, you recognize the fact that while he is leading in points per game <laughs> in the NBA, in order to be eligible for the scoring title, he needs to play three more games. And look at how tight this race is between these three. Jalen, do you think he's just going to pack it in for the year and not go for the scoring title? Or perhaps he's not going to be quota. able to do it. No, he ain't packing it in. At this point of his career, at this age, with this many years, he deserves the opportunity to go for the scoring title. So much so, I'm going to pick the games that he's going to pick to okay. actually play. Let me see who plays. A while, definitely playing against the Thunder. Yep, that's at definitely home. playing against them last definitely game of the season. Definitely playing against the Thunder, yep. Definitely playing against the Lakers because Joker's going to be playing five and he's going to have a chance to play good offense against them. The Nuggets, yep. And definitely playing against the... No, that's the back-to-back. -back. I would say he's going to play against the Nuggets. Oh, man. It's tough. Right. I don't think he'll Pelicans. be ready for the Pelicans. You think it's Nuggets, Thunder, nope. Nuggets? Right, so here we go. I got you. He's going to play against the Nuggets, the Suns, and the Thunder. That's it. Nuggets, Suns, Those Thunder. are the three games. You heard it here first on Jalen and Jacoby. So here's my question is, how many shots is he going to take? Like, what number does he put on the board I need to get to in order to secure this for these three games? How much does he average? 30. That's how many shots he's going to take. Remember I told you that. Yeah, he's not. He's gonna, game. Why not? Don't let, don't let them to be down by 20 or up by 20 and Frank Vogel try to take him out when he's got 25 points because that is not going to happen. He will not go to that <laughs> scorer's table. He's going to get to 35 points in all of these games one way or the other. Remember he we heard it first, Jalen and Jacoby, right. those are the three games that LeBron James will pick to play to secure the scoring title at his advanced he earned the right. age. We will, as always, be back tomorrow with another Jalen and Jacoby on ESPN2 at 4 p.m. every single day. Appreciate the love. We always say we give the people what they want. Part of that is doing podcast exclusive content for our podcast listeners. Jalen, there are some things to discuss, one of which is Mavs Cavs and Luka Doncic. 
the Mavs have really come on. They're now looking at the three seed in the Western Conference, currently tied with the Warriors, something that I did not expect to happen early on in the season. Around Thanksgiving, you told me that the Mavs and Warriors would be tied in the Western Conference standings. I would be surprised. And I know you saw the play, because you have previously compared Luka Doncic to Larry Bird, very different basketball players. Both just happen to be white, but very different basketball players. But you saw the play last night, which Larry Bird has done. Not, I'm not going to act like he's the first person to ever do this play where you fake the pass behind someone's back and make him turn around. But I saw you. I know you saw him do that. What were your thoughts when you saw that play? So each time I watch Luka play, I'm so very happy that guys like him remind me to keep my standards where they are as it relates to using this term that you rarely hear me use, superstar. I tell you all of the time, LeBron changed the game in a lot of ways. One of the things he did that I'm not a fan of, that decision led to him leaving Cleveland initially, which he exhausted multiple years there multiple playoff series there and came up short. And then he realized, even though I'm a great player, I'm probably not gonna win here. And he went to Miami. That sprung board a player like Kevin Durant. Usually you don't have MVP level players in their prime, leaving the team that they are drafted by after they've won MVP with that team. Like you might, I, I, I bring that up because you might not ever see that again. Like LeBron and KD may be the only two players in the history of the NBA that leave during the peak of their prime after they left the team that drafted them and they won MVP with. That is crazy. And so I didn't like that so very much. And another thing I don't like is low management. And the two things I appreciate when I watch Luka play, he seems hobbled 30% of the time. Always. Always. Right. He said he hobbled 30% of the time. He hit his knee, hit his arm, he fall down, he's limping. But you know what he is doing? Playing. If he can go, he's shown me he can go. And I appreciate that. The other thing he's shown me, and I tell you this all of the time, when guys get confused about the other 14 players on the team, and they look at their squad like KD and LeBron did, and then they say, I can't win with these guys. What do I always point the finger at them and say, Jacoby? We're supposed to win because of you. We got you. <laughs> we got you. We're not supposed to build around you. Correct. We have you. <laughs> Correct. We have you. We have you. So we should be good, right? We got you, so we should be good. That's what the Mavs have. They mm. got you and Luka, a legitimate superstar. And let me say one more thing to validate my brother Big Gar's greatness. And you know I love Big Guards, like breathing money, family, Big Guards, like period. The also thing I appreciate about Luka, supersized triple doubles. Mm. So it's, it, it, it would be, it would be excellent to acknowledge him as a scorer. But then you're ignoring that he's one of the league leaders in rebounds, too. Jay, 
let me just, case in oh, point, wait. last night, 35 points, okay? 35 points. The same guy that gave you 35 points gave you 13 assists. So let's just say that three of those were three-pointers, so that's nine points right there. Then 10 of those were two-pointers. That's going to get you 29 points that he assisted, just guessing there was three threes. And then 35 that he scored, that's 64 points, right? And then, oh, by the way, nine rebounds. That add up quick. Nine rebounds. That add up quick, right? Yes. That add up quick, right? Just Jaylen. think about what you just did there. That add up... That's what I mean. We got you. We, what do you we mean? Got you. We got yeah, he's you. Bringing, he's bringing 66 points to the table and a win. So Jalen, you know what? You got me. <laughs> you got me thinking about something, Mr. Rose, because you you always reserve the term superstar. So let's play a game, okay? Because this is a, a okay. VIP section of the club, and you're at the velvet rope, and you got you got the clipboard and the sunglasses on, so you don't make any eye contact when anybody wants to get in. Kawhi Leonard walks up to the velvet rope. <laughs> It says, I'm on the list. Are you opening up the velvet rope in the superstar section of the club for Kawhi Leonard? So there are a lot of people that are going to talk about marketing and promotions and personality. I'm literally talking about basketball. Mm -hmm. See, what ends up happening in the social media era, we're going to talk about somebody being a superstar, but then we're going to say how many Instagram followers they have. Yeah. That'll make you a superstar. Lamella Ball is not a superstar. Lamella <laughs> Ball is famous. Right. Lamella Ball is popular. Lamella right. Ball is flashy, but he ain't a superstar Correct. yet. Correct. Correct. And so, great, great analogy. And so, as Kawhi Leonard enters, I think about something. Being on the floor, and I've said this for 30 years, the only two people I've ever played against that were the best players on both ends at the same time are Michael Jordan and Akeem Olajuwon. I remember being out there like, hold on, like, is, is it two or three of these dudes out here? Like, normally the dude that's locking down on D ain't the dude that's leading the league and scoring. You know what I'm saying? Like, knowing that that's two different people. Imagine if James Harden was a lockdown defender. Like, mm -hmm. I, bad example, but you know what I mean. But Gian Giannis comes to mind as someone Kawhi who does it Leonard, on both ends. Yes, Kawhi Leonard is the third person besides those two to win Defensive Player of the Year and Finals MVP. Only three people have ever done that. So absolutely, Kawhi Leonard is a superstar. Giannis has done it. Mr. Rose, next walking up to the velvet rope. Giannis has entered that Giannis club. has done that, yep. We, Giannis is already in the club. He's already got a bottle on the table. He, we ain't even got to worry about him. Next, next. Gian, Gian, Giannis is the defending champion, so me and him is like deciding who get to come in or not. <laughs> Dame Lillard just walked up to the velvet rope. He limped up. You know, he got an ab problem. You know what I mean? So he's in street clothes. But he just came up to the velvet ropes. I know you love Dame. Is he a superstar? Yes. Oh, and I'm surprised by that. Like, like I've, well, like I've said about Luca. Name me the best wing player that the Blazers have had since Dame has been there. He's never had a player win any NBA awards since he's been there. Not a rookie of the year. Not a six man of the year. Not a defensive player of the year. No other like. 
is literally him. I'm thinking about the wings like like CJ. Aminu and Harkless, Covington. Yeah, like yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to come up go. with the best wing that he's had. I'm like, mm. there you go. No, no. There you go. And, and and if you wanted to go there, I mean, who's the best big that he's had? Nurkic. Nurkic. It ain't Cantor. Inconsistent. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, Nurkic. Nurkic is one of those players that, like, Dick Vitale get well soon. I know he's fighting cancer. I love Dick Vitale. Dick Vitale will call Nurkic an all-airport player. Like, you see him, well-dressed, look fly, great beard, got all of the dribble passing and shooting skills. Sometimes, big-time numbers, 20 and 12. Sometimes, triple singles. But I will say this, he played a lot better this year. And I was happy to see the big fella play well. But Dame Lillard still carries the moniker of a superstar. Led him to the playoffs every year since he's been there and been healthy. Is Anthony Davis a superstar? And game, and get, no. 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 To me, Anthony Davis is not a superstar. No. Okay. See, so, so like this is what this this is this is where the VIP gets tricky. Like I'm looking at his ID, and I and I see like what happened in New Orleans, and that's all, folks. I see it. I, I, I'm seeing it, and I'm like, all right, he did take care of the valet. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate that. He ain't got too many people with him. I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Not a large entourage. But then when he got to LA, right? They won a championship. He played like a superstar that year. And he's been a top 10 player. But he's a guy that Jalen Rose has had to tell everybody that fixed their mouth to say he's top five for seven or eight years. I had to bump you with my elbow and be like, just so you know, Anthony Davis ain't top five. Anthony Davis ain't top five. I've been saying mm -hmm. that for years. And one of the people I took him out of the top five for, you just named, Dame Lillard. Mm. I saw Dame do things with a team that I didn't see Anthony Davis do with a team. And when the top 75 came out, he's one of the people that people felt shouldn't have been on there, right? Of course. Okay, so great player, future Hall of Famer, not a superstar. So I got one more, I got one more for you. The superstar, Jalen's outside, he got the sunglasses on, he got the clipboard, even though there's nothing on the clipboard just to make it look like there's a list, but he's freestyling when people walk up. <laughs> <laughs> There's a scent in the club that precedes this man's arrival. It's familiar. He's got a couple people with him. Walks Ooh. up. It's Kyrie Irving is on the list. The vaccination protocols are not in place in this city where this nightclub is. Kyrie Irving walks up. He's a champion, scored 40 in the finals. So he's got some of the most dazzling skills that you've ever seen from a player on a basketball court. But he walks up, Mr. Rose. This is the last one. This one's borderline. Is Kyrie Irving in the Superstar Club? I'll answer this Kyrie Irving one if you give me like two or three more after this. I'm like All loving right. this exercise. I've never done All this right. in my life. I got this more. Is I got for more. Me. I got more. And Jacoby. 
literally while we're recording this, I literally just looked down. This is dope. I got my ballot for this year. It's due this Monday at midnight. Monday at just midnight? Arrived. Oh no. Oh Electronic no. Oh no. Because it's through. I know there's two levels of stress for this. There's Jalen stressing out, because he really cares about this. Jalen stressing about who he's gonna vote for. And then it gets to the point in the day where you start stressing out about how to vote. Like what's my login? What's my password? Because they got like security on this. You know what I mean? This isn't like a Twitter poll. You know, so, so Jalen's yes. it, it, like it always gets a little yeah. stressful when you talk you're on your phone, you can't refresh. What's the Wi-Fi in here? You're you're calling your assistant, being All like, what's my that. password? word in my handle. All of that. that. Hey, Jacoby, (laughs) Jacoby, just so you know, uh, an attorney office sends these. Oh, yeah, they don't play. They don't play. People bet on this. This is real yeah, deal stuff. Yeah. This is real deal stuff. I think it's, like, illegal yeah. for you to say who yeah, you voted for, for like, before, you know, like, they're not playing. Correct. Like, an attorney, like, it's, like, five names under under this email. Like, it's an attorney's <laughs> office, you know what I'm saying? Like, for, like for, uh, but let me get back to the Kyrie Irving thing. Kyrie just walked up. You ready for this? Are you ready for this? Uh, I am. I'm only asking you, Portland. I know who's in there. Kevin Durant's in there. LeBron's in there. Yon's in there. We know who's in, but who's on the border? If you got to think about it, that means they're not in. He plays with a superstar, Kevin Durant. Interesting. He's a champion. He's a great player. He's a top 12 player to me right now. But part of being a superstar means we're building around you. I just said that about Luca, right? Why mm-hmm. are we winning? Because we got you. And Kyrie hasn't had a situation in the NBA where they built around you and been successful. That's what superstars are called upon to do. That's why I'll give you somebody that actually fits the superstar category at a different point of his career, James Harden. That's why one of them is top 75 and one of them isn't. So since we're doing current players, I got one, this is a tough one. We're doing current players, but maybe maybe some of these current players aren't at their peak of their performance. Carmelo Anthony just walked up. He a superstar? There was points of Carmelo's career that I believed that he was a superstar. Yeah. When he was with the Knicks, he was a superstar. I also I feel, feel like, like the, they should retire his number. The superstar status is like, I also feel like it's like a Hall of Fame badge. It's like, you can't take it away. You know what I mean? Like, he's not a superstar now. He doesn't even start for the Lakers or on the play-in. But like, he, once, once you've gotten that high to that peak, then it can't be, it can't be taken away from you. All right, let's rapid fire. I got so a few more. Go. got a few more. Got a few more. Okay. Ready? Okay. In, in Houston, in Houston, James Harden was a superstar. Mm-hmm. That's Hell why yeah. he became a top 75 player. And that's why he's top 75 over a guy like Kyrie Irving. But with the Nets and the Sixers, not a superstar. Chris Paul wants to get in. Chris yes. Paul. Yes. He's in. Has been. Has been. You right? Ha- has been a superstar. It's just that people got a chance to overlook it because he's not hanging on the rim like Derrick Rose 
or he's not dazzling shooting the three like Steph Curry. And his teams seem to come up short when the expectations were high. But yes, Chris Paul is a superstar. What were the Phoenix Suns before he got there? Where were the Oklahoma City Thunder before he got there? John Morant just walked up. This year he became a superstar. So he's on. He's in the club. So Luka Doncic and John Moran are in the superstar section, right next to Giannis and LeBron. Yes. But they got little tables though. They got yeah, the little side like, tables. They got side yeah, tables. Correct. Yes. Yes. They got yeah. side tables. I agree. Yeah. I agree. But they're in. They're in side yeah, yeah. tables. All right. I got one more for you. Clay Thompson. No. Not a superstar. Great player, future Hall of Fame. He's definitely not a superstar. I was watching the Warriors play last night, and when Jordan Poole took it through his legs behind his back and and basically breastfed Klay Thompson for a jumper (laughs) after he was struggling all night, I thought he was going to kiss Jordan Poole. (laughs) He needed him to create that shot for him so bad. The one shot that Klay hit from three was like one of the toughest shots he took, though. He was missing good looks last night. Good the looks. shot he made from the right wing, Jordan Poole created that shot for him. Great player. Has had some historic moments. Games, what? Game six, Clay, and third quarter, Clay, and NBA record for threes in a quarter, and 60 points and 11 dribbles. Like, he's had some historic memories as one of the Splash Brothers and a three time champion. But I got Steph one more. Curry's a superstar. One Not more. Clay Thompson. One more just because I like this exercise. Jalen's at the club. It's only going to be open for 45 more minutes. Someone walks up says, oh, I'm, I'm supposed to. I'm do a better to- job of answering faster. Yeah. The Joker. The Joker walks up. Yes. Yes. Superstar? Of course. He's a superstar? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, dog. Yes. The Joker is a superstar. He's about okay. to be back-to-back MVP likely. Something that my, Magic Johnson didn't even do. Finally, Lance, Steven- Lance Stevenson Bryant walks up. Lance Stevenson walks up, says, I know Jacoby. I'm with Jacoby. <laughs> At the Kingdom, superstar. Superstar. <laughs> superstar. New York City, superstar. <laughs> yep. Public schools in New York, superstar. Okay, uh, real quick, now, let's do it quick. Let's do it quick. Do this quick. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler quick. wants in. Jimmy Butler wants in. No, I don't see him as a superstar. Paul George wants in. Not a superstar. Joel Embiid wants in. Superstar. Superstar for Joel, Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid is a superstar. Club is closed. Yeah, he is. Lights are turned on. Jalen Rose, great job being a bouncer. We'll revisit this periodically just to see if anyone <laughs> got into the club. We really appreciate your phone calls. 98580-Jalen, leave us a voicemail. We got time for one voicemail today in this pod exclusive superstar special edition. 98580-Jalen, leave us a voicemail. We'll put it on the show just like this. Hey, Jalen, it's Jacoby. This is a longtime listener, first time caller. Um, I don't look like either of you, um, but uh, I really appreciate your show. I listen all the time. Uh, I just saw a video of uh, of Jacoby 
on the Max Kellerman show where they're debating the top five uh, and, uh, point guards in the NBA. I, don't, I forget if it's all time or currently, but Max uh, said that LeBron James is the all-time point guard. And Jacoby walked off the stage at the end. And I just wanted to know uh, <laughs> if that was staged or if Jacoby knew that was going to happen and that was, gonna, like, that was his list. And because that's just ridiculous, right? LeBron being the all-time, he, he's number two behind Jordan, but all-time point guard, that's just, I mean, what are we doing here? Uh, Jacoby, I completely support your stance. Uh, I just wanted to know if that was staged or not. That's super weird. Um, thanks for taking the call. Uh, shout out to Reg. Shout out to the crew. Love the show. Keep getting them checks. Thank you and have a nice day. Appreciate the call so much. Um, Max, always appreciate him being around the office, being a longtime friend in this industry. And the thing about Max, he's really intelligent. You know what I mean? He's really intelligent. He's a thinker, <laughs> not a feeler. So he came up with his current point guards list. And he was like, he it, it wasn't a list of who are the top five point guards in the league. It was an assault at the definition of what a point guard is. And in this world of positionless basketball, we can argue about what position this is or that is or this is or that is. But a lot of times it comes down with who you're covering. And LeBron James ain't covering a point guard. Imagine LeBron James, the defensive stance, 75 feet from the basket, getting his hips turned every time the, 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 you know, the other point guard crossed over. He's not doing that. So, And I knew that... He was going to put LeBron at number one, and I knew I was going to disagree, but I didn't know I was going to walk off the set. That, I just heard it in my ear. They said there's 15 <laughs> seconds left, and I was like, let me be dramatic. Let me make a moment of this. Let me just walk <laughs> off the set, because you, they tell you in your ear how much time is left. But big shout to Max. LeBron James ain't a point guard. You know, he's just not. And there's no way you can convince me he is, because he plays more center than point guard. Like, he started more games at center than he has at point guard. So you can't you can't be the center in a point guard unless you are Irving Magic Johnson in his rookie year. Appreciate the call, appreciate the love. And you know what, I'm mad at the people who've called in like seven times and hear this dude just called for the first time and got in the show. If you've called multiple times, make sure you acknowledge that in your <laughs> voicemail so we can get you on the show. Jalen, we'll be back tomorrow with another dope pod to step two. Why is that? March 31st. 2019, over my left shoulder, the world lost an entrepreneur, a terrific artist, Nipsey Hussle. Mm. And as somebody that's 10 toes down in this community, Jacoby, the eerie thing about how he was tragically murdered was by his own in his home, investing in his community, giving back to his people. And every time I'm in front of JRLA, and as you know, I still live in the city, it, it, it really, um, it, it, it's really a heartbreaking story in a lot of ways that that's how he tragically lost his life. So I just wanted to make sure I uh, acknowledge that send prayers and well wishes to his family, friends, and loved ones. And I miss his intellect, and I really miss his bars. Bars. He's one of those guys like AI and John Morant 
sound so much older than he was. If you don't believe me, just Google Nipsey Hussle and look at some of his interviews. And he's like 19 and 20 and 21. And he talking about investing. And he talking about putting out a $100 album and mixtape and like really doing different stuff in the community and stuff he was doing with Puma, stuff he was doing with the police force trying to, you know, <laughs> curb violence in the community. So I'm a huge fan right after his passing. Um, it, 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 it it's just, it just crazy. So li listen to some Nipsey Hussle, download his music, and like the Blastmaster Karis one once said into a microphone, we're not done. We're not done. We are not done. Got to give the 